A new generation has emerged in the earth. A seed in the ground has been sprouting, yet all around everything looked dead. Like the ground has closed every crack that the fragile seedling requires to sprout, out of the unseen to the seen, out of the death stage with resurrection power. But when the Kairos moment is announced, not even the concrete pavement can stop that seedling from pushing through. The trumpet has sounded, and that sound has hit the core of the earth. A new generation has emerged. A generation prepared and released by the heavens. Feared and hated in hell, yet the world does not recognize, neither is it ready for us. A generation coming from the wilderness of the word, where we have learnt how to die to our carnal ambitions, and embrace the mandate of our Creator. A generation who have overcome the temptations that appeal to the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh and pride of life. Our sword is soiled with the blood of our crucified flesh, and desires of the flesh. A generation that has gone through our valleys, and made a decision to join the remnant. A new generation alive in Christ has emerged. A generation whose natural appetite was long overtaken, by the spiritual appetite that declares. My food is to do the will of he who sent me and to finish his work. The king's food and wine is not what entices us, but we choose to eat that which proceeds from the mouth of God. In a world of varied options, we are the generation with a singular sight. We have locked eyes with Christ. The author and finisher of our faith. Men and women who have made a covenant with our eyes. A new generation fiercely committed to the word of God has emerged. A generation who know that our lives are worth the blood of the Lamb, therefore we cannot be bought with any position, nor sold for any price. We have eaten of his flesh, and drank of his blood, therefore we can confidently say, it is not I who live but Christ in me the hope of glory. A generation that does not take lightly, the greatest event in human history, the cross. We know, it is because of the finished work of Christ on the cross, that we emerge in this season, to establish kingdom lifestyle in the earth. A new generation birthed on the cross has emerged. A generation with the Isaka dimension is here, we know what Kairos we are in, and what we ought to do. The heavenly assignment is all we are here for, to become the interface between heaven and the earth. Downloading all that heaven wants installed on the earth. Heaven looked down for a man who would stand in the gap for the nations, and this generation, in one voice answered. We are here. And are willing to be misunderstood for our faith rejected for our boldness and courage, and persecuted for holding on to the word. For the joy set before us, we are willing to be identified with Christ. A new fearless generation has emerged. We might not be perfect. Our past might try to haunt us. The enemy will try to stop us using any available vessel, but, like a pilot about to take off, we are announcing, we are committed, no turning back. From the north, south, East and West, behold, a new generation, who will bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. A new generation has emerged, backed by the heavenly host, with a trumpet sounding. Let God arise and all his enemies be scattered. A new generation that has no color, no race, no gender, and no status has emerged. The Ecclesia has emerged. We are the Cyrus community. Hello and welcome to the Cyrus community. This is Business Unusual. We want to talk about exercising dominion through creativity and productivity. Because if you look at God in the book of Genesis, he introduced himself to us as a creative God. We always say that he didn't give us any other title, but he showed us his acts, not titles. So we meet him as creative God. Now when he creates man and says that, I'm going to create man, in our image after our likeness what is the image that god created man in because sometimes when you say that god created man in his image yes. sometimes you look at our outer image yes. and we think okay fine god is not this tall mm -hmm. then you look at your weight uh, god is not this small or this big mm -hmm. and you're like okay wait when god says i'm creating you in my image then what is he talking about but again if you look at from the beginning god's intent for man was good and abundance everything concerning man was just about it is very good 
And again, abundance. How? When you look at trees, when you look at the animals, he didn't say let's create a tree mm-hmm. or an mm-hmm. animal. It was all in abundance. Let's create trees. Let's create the fish, the birds of the air. Everything was in plurals. So, but when it comes to man, he talks about let's create man in our image. He didn't just say let there be men and women. All right? But because we meet God from the fall or what we call the fallen nature of man, we approach God wrong and we don't seem to understand his perspective or what he intended for man. And this so, is all yeah. in Genesis. So we always look at God from a wrong position because think about it. When we appear on the scene, we're not aware of all this. We do not know that God was a creator. Mm-hmm. We do not know that God was the one who put everything in place. Yes. We just think we are here and we get all sorts of input. So by the time we are catching up with God, or God finds us, we become clear. We find ourselves in a very limited place, and because we are operating from a wrong position, we always, it hinders our ability to live a full life. Yes. So this is where the, the confusion begins. Mm. So unless we, until we understand the beginning, yes. we look at the beginning, a whole new perspective comes So we are going to back to Genesis chapter 1, yes. verse 1, yes. where we say, and God created the heavens Yes. and the earth yes when you talk about an in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth yes. we want to see the dimensions we yes. can break this down yes into four yes things that we need to talk about mm. and of course when yes. you look at our logo yes the business unusual we always tell you exactly why we use those terms mm. we talk about energy space time and matter yes. now let me say something that god bible says in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth that sentence mm. carries all those dynamics oh yes in the beginning time god created energy the heavens space, space and the earth matter mm. so you begin to see how everything fits in that space and one thing you'll find interesting is that when when god was creating everything there's a term he uses he says let there be mm. let there be notice it's a common phrase yes. that he uses but he only uses it concerning things Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you notice something when it comes to man, he doesn't say let there be, he says let us. So now, when he was saying let there be, yes. he's already created the heavens yes. and the earth. Yes. Now, he's speaking to the heavens, he's yes. speaking to the earth. Yes. Bring the animals, bring the plants, bring the fish. He's talking outwards, exactly. Then he says, Now let us, let us. Now he faces again, exactly, internally. He comes to man, okay. Now, the interesting phase that you that we will keep going over and over. And you'll see it even in the scripture today. He gives man a very specific description. Yes. He says, let us make man in our image. Interesting. In our image. He doesn't say, make, let us make man like us, per se. Mm. The time we use likeness has nothing to do with like us. Yes. In our image. But what image? Mm. Mm. And I think that is the most important thing we need to understand at this outset. If you understand what it means for us to say that that everything will change again let me let me let me say something here yes. now when you talk about the image of god yes this is the word we have used all the time mm-hmm. we'll be looking and saying you know what i'm in the image of god and you say you're in the image of god yes. our manifestation yes. has very little <laughs> to do with <laughs> god Yes. Or when I say I'm in the image of God, a non-believer, one who does not know God, mm. will always wonder, what do you mean you're in the image of God? Yet, when you walk and talk, when you manifest, when you action things, I do not see an aspect of God which makes you different. But, so, maybe... Yeah, let me put it this way. Yeah? Whenever I say I am in the image, it's actually a misnomer. Mm-hmm. It is bad to say I was created in the image. Notice the was. Okay. Means something went wrong. <laughs> I was created in the image. Yes. All right? And I need to get back into that image. But assuming that my present state is in the image mm-hmm. is kind of a misnomer. And that's what has confused us as yes. believers. Because we all say that we are created in the image of God. But when you look at your life, you're like, okay, listen, I don't even seem to understand mm. this God. Yes. I don't seem to understand me. I don't seem to understand what is this image you're talking about because uh-huh. like you said yes. if we understand the image of God and now we start looking at it like now I know Things will begin what to being make in sense. the image of God yes. is life yes. will even be now, easier I want you to understand at the point God makes this statement mm-hmm. listen carefully yes at the point God makes this statement the only part of his image that has been revealed is his creativity hmm. Yes. At the point God says, let us make man in our image. Remember, we've read the Bible too much. We're everywhere. 
assume nothing has been written but Genesis chapter 1. Mm -hmm. Assume you know nothing beyond that. Yes. What would be we be referring to? So if we talk about Genesis chapter 1, yes. that is the only chapter in the yes. Bible. There's nothing else. Here is God. He's already introduced himself as a creative God. But exactly. he says we create man in our image. Which image? Because we have not seen any other side of There's him. There's nothing else we know about God. We've only seen his creative side. So if I tell you, oh, if oh, you've oh. met me for 45 minutes, okay, and you observe me doing something, then I say I want you to do exactly what I did. Mm. You are limited to what I have done so far. Mm. You cannot start speculating what that looks like yes so god up to that point has only revealed himself mm. as a creative power he's only revealed himself as one who's creating the heavens and the earth yes putting things in place so when he says let us make man in our image and let them have dominion he's saying something very interesting he's saying that the parameters of man are connected to what i've done so far okay but that dominion can only be limited to what we've already done i think it's so important for us to go back and yes. talk about this creative side of God yes. or dimension because when we see God and we say that he introduced himself to man yes as a creative God yes so when we say that let us create man yes. God talking yeah. in our image yes. let's not go looking outside of the image that is is already shown us exactly. outside of the image that is already revealed yes. and let's stay with what is already told us I'm That's a creative it. God. He didn't even tell us, I am the one who is all over, omnipresent. Yes. yes. He didn't tell you that. Yes. Creative At that God. time, he's only there. So, yeah. so before the fall, our primary assignment mm -hmm. was to have dominion through creativity and productivity. So if, if you've seen as creative and creating something, I say, I want you to have dominion over that creation. Okay. Listen, do not create your own agenda. Mm. Yes. We are in a context. So, for us to carry out this mandate, for us to accomplish it, mm -hmm. God placed us in an environment that had all the parameters required mm. for creativity and productivity. So there's a word you're using here. Yes. Creativity, productivity. And productivity. Because yes. again, if you talk about being yes. creative, it is not being creative for, for creativity's sake. Exactly. It is for you to be productive. Yes. Because if God says that, let this man, fine, yes. we are creating him in our image yes. of creative man yes a creative man yes this man with his creativity is supposed to have dominion that's it over everything else that i have yes. created the heavens the earth yep. the waters the fish and the birds yes. the animals and the plants that's it i want you to have dominion over this exactly. but you cannot have dominion by just standing up and saying by the way i am man created in the image of god exactly therefore i have not uh, yes. dominion no god is telling you have dominion through creativity yes and and I think it's time we understood. Yeah. The word dominion does not mean to dominate. Okay. <laughs> See, we come from a negative confrontational environment mm. where we think dominion is to put something down. No. Yeah. Dominion means to add value to, mm. to cause impact, to increase in value. Mm. That was the meaning of that term. So when you say a kingdom, it's a place where, that's where the term comes from, where the king's influence, capacity, functionality, creativity, authority, influence, all those words, are seen in manifestation. So you're saying that if I look at the trees, yes. and I'm creative, yes. innovative, yes. and I come up with something beyond the tree that was placed in the garden, that is you dominion. are now saying I'm having dominion exercising when it comes dominion. to trees. Exactly. Okay. So the environment God put us in, Time, space, and matter are the parameters required for kingdom creativity mm -hmm. and productivity. That is why that environment was put in place before man was brought in. Yes. It was also the placement point for man to function in that space. And of course you're saying that up to yes. this point, yeah. God has not removed energy, <laughs> time, space, yeah. and matter. Yes. Nothing has been removed. So, who has moved? Because yeah. if we say these things are still intact, man is the one who is not in his place. Yes. So, he's not taking advantage of yes. time, yes. space, and matter. Exactly. So, what has happened, as you will see, time, space, and matter were created by God. Okay. He created them through energy. Now, here's the problem. Mm -hmm. We disconnected from him. Mm. So, we still have space, we have time, and we have matter. matter. What have we lost? The, the creative the connection. <laughs> the creative connection with our source 
is our crisis. I think you need to explain, especially because when you look at our logo, the business unusual, yes. we have energy. Yes. yes, you've talked about energy, but yeah. I think when you say we've disconnected, yes. maybe you need to explain Yeah, we, we, We're going to go to that yeah. in a moment, but first I want to explain a concept that that tells you something. It would imply then, if we are saying God put everything in place, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yet God said it was good. If it was good, why did he need us? Mm. If it was good, why did he tell us to dominate? So you need to what tell us already because good. we are reading that day one God looks at what he has done it and he says good. it's very good. Day two he says it's very good. Then that means when you talk about it's very good, yes. now you need to explain to us what does very good mean. Aha. Because when you talk about if it was good, God would not have needed us. Yes. Then I think you're leaving us like hanging. <laughs> Actually the truth is this. Yeah. It was good does not mean it was complete. Mm, mm. Now that does sounds odd. Why would God do that? If he completed, he would not need us. That is why Jesus said, I have come to do the will, the, the will of my father and to finish. Finish means it was not completed. Mm -hmm. Okay? So how do we know that? If it was complete, God wouldn't need us. Okay. If it was complete, why would he tell Adam, tend and keep it? Why would you put him in a garden? Why would you say have dominion? Over what? It's all good. Mm. This is why the first act we see Adam perform, and this is very important, yeah. is completion of creation. Mm. How is that possible? This is what happens. Okay. God says, and he, God told the ground to bring forth animals. Alright? It was good. Then he calls Adam to see what he would call oh. them. And whatever Adam called them, they became. It was complete. Mm. So God is creating stuff yes. and he's saying they are good. Yes. They are good for man to come and complete. Exactly. They are not good like do not touch. Yep. Because if you come and say like what you're asking, yes. if God says the trees, they are good and completed and everything, don't touch them There's because no they are okay. Leave them as they are. But God is telling you this thing that is good, it is good and well positioned yes. for you to come and complete. And that's where creativity comes in. Exactly. And that's where productivity comes in. Yeah, it is. I love what you're saying. That if good meant complete, yes. then God would not have created man. Well, He's done. Or he would have told man, just I've sit. created you, just sit and enjoy. Yeah. What is that to what is this? What is this demand for yeah. responsibility? What is dominion for? Yes. What is influence and impact for? What is growth for? Mm -hmm. So the reason we have chaos in the earth is because men under the influence of another source, man got disconnected have re-engineered creation. Notice the term, re-engineered. We are still using space, <laughs> we are still using time, we are still using materials. But what we are producing mm. comes out of a selfishness that causes more harm than good. And it is opposed to God's plan. Exactly. I think that is also what we call the fall of man. Yes. And we say that the fall of man has such effects that if you don't understand that when you under the when you say a fallen man, yes. he will always do things that are opposed to God. Exactly. The fallen man naturally does not get attracted to God. Yep. That's why we get born again. Mm -hmm. When you are born again, you're like, you know what? There's a desire in me to go towards the things of God, to love the things of God. Mm -hmm. But a fallen man will always do things that are opposed in fact, to yeah, God. Naturally. Yes. That's just the way it works. Mm -hmm. Because fallen means connected to another. Fallen doesn't mean vacuum. Mm. <laughs> That's a good one. Fallen means we are now listening to another voice. That is where our problem comes from. Mm -hmm. So if you understand that concept, then you'll begin to understand other concepts. So we're going to look at some scriptures to help us contextualize the very same scriptures that we have always known, the very same scriptures that we function with, that bring us to where we're going. So we're talking about Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. 
Now, why we had to contextualize that is I want to go back to the issue of image and likeness because that's where the key lies. Mm -hmm. Image and likeness because think about it. God has created an, a context, an environment. He already has a plan. In that scripture, he even first defines why he's making man. Yes. Let us make man and let them have dominion. So they've been made to have, have dominion. dominion. Can I repeat? <laughs> man was created to have dominion. Man was not created to exit. Okay. So <laughs> if man was created, and we can see that it's in the it's Bible, written. it says that let's create man um, in our image. In our image. Yes. And let them have dominion. Yes. So where did we get this idea that God created man for prayer, for worship, for praise? Those things are not wrong. But God original intent yes was not let's create man so they can worship us they can praise they can go to church they can have scripture reading they can have fellowship no the first thing god said is let us create man and let them have dominion so your prayer <laughs> your declaration your worship should be in the context of this reality mm -hmm. and as we will see god never changed his mind on this so let me ask you here before we go on yes so if god said let them have dominion yes after the fall, yes. what should be our prayer? To return to the original order. I'm asking that because it's so obvious that now, instead of us praying like, listen, our prayer should be, God, you created me for dominion. Yes. I'm praying that open my eyes that I may first understand what is dominion. Exactly. I may understand how do I get back to dominion? How do I become this person who is who has dominion, who yes. has, is in the image of exactly. God? Now we've changed everything. That's a problem. Our prayer is now for food yes. and drink. So now let's get into the context of dominion. This thing we were to become. Yes. In what way? Let us make man in our image. What is that image? Remember we touched on it earlier. Yes. The first part we discussed was what God had expressed of himself. But the second part we want to deal with, if God says, I'm making you in my image, God pre-existed us, okay? So we didn't pre-exist him. Okay. So God doesn't look like me. <laughs> I look like him. Okay. But God is invisible. God doesn't have hands, mm, mm. doesn't have feet, doesn't have a head. So what was this image he's talking about? Mm, mm. Scripture is very clear. God is invisible. Colossians 1.15 says, He is the image, talking mm, of Christ, yes. of the invisible God, the firstborn of, of all, all creation. Our creation. Yes. Listen, Christ is the image of the invisible God. There's no way if God is invisible, Christ is going to be visible. Did you just get me? If he is an image of the invisible God, he must also be invisible. Okay. So, <laughs> now that you've said that, remember here we're yes. talking about the image. Yes. And when we talk English, where we say let's create man in our own image, when we talk English, we think we're talking about five fingers. Because if you say that God has five fingers like me, or God has eyes like me, God has mouth like me, mm -hmm. then you will wonder, okay, there's somebody somewhere who doesn't have eyes. Yes. Are they in the image of God? There you go. There's somebody who has six fingers. Are they in the image of God? There you go. There's someone who has something lacking. Yes. Are they in the image of God? So that tells us yes. the image here cannot be it's the natural. The and then again, if we say that, is God, what, what color is God? Exactly. Is he... You see Black, that? is he Caucasian, is he... If this was God's image, it mm -hmm. would mean even in his invisibility, he looks like this. Hmm. Which is not possible. Yes. That's not the truth. And I think you'll also yes. talk about when we say that um, and God, when he saw, or when God said, the, somebody will be like, okay, so how is his mouth and all that? That's a problem. We don't understand this dynamic. Yes. So, if this... New Testament scripture, Colossians 1.15 tells us that Christ, that means not Jesus. Uh-huh. Christ. Christ. You are Jesus, the Christ. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, I'll try again. Jesus' surname is not Christ. Mm -hmm. Christ is his invisible attributes. Those attributes are the same as the attributes of God. That's why Paul is careful to say, he did not say, and this Jesus of Nazareth, the image of the invisible God. Mm -hmm. No. That's why Jesus was called son of God and son of man. man. So this one, son of man. 
So when you talk about Jesus, when Mary is told this son will be called Emmanuel, will be yes. called Jesus. Yes. This Jesus yes. is the son of man. Yes. But the Christ mm -hmm. within him, the term Christ is the same time Messiah. It means the anointing one is anointing. It means the power within. I can do all things through Christ. So is Jesus coming here to strengthen you? No. It's his internal capacity. So that part is the part that God said, let us make in our image. Mm, stop there. Going back to Genesis. <laughs> the part that God said, let's make. Because that's yes. our conversation tonight. That if we can understand mm. the part that is called the image of God, then we'll be able to manifest that's the it. sons of God. Yes. So the sons of God, Christian is waiting for, is not this. Mm. So this is the son of man. Yes. That's why you are able to say, I was born of so and so, my biological exactly. parents, that's the son of man. Yes. But in you, when you yes. say that before you are formed yes. in your mother's womb, before the body was formed in your mother's womb, that I knew you. That is the son of God. Oh, did you know? That's the invisible one. Okay. That is the one. So when God says in Genesis 1, 26, and God blessed them, if you, it, it, when they, uh, let us make man, and then yes. 28, when he said, and God blessed them, mm. that man he blessed was not yet physical. That's why we see, and God, uh, the verse 27 says, this, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Yes. Male and female Thank you. created he them. them this particular verse is not they are nowhere in the visible no, they are not. nowhere in the natural they yes. are nowhere where you can touch them yes this is the spirit yes man so what we are calling this this was the formed man the formed man is not in the image of god hmm. the formed man is the in the image of physical mankind okay adam i still stay there right bit. so this formed man yes this body we are seeing, yes. God formed it yes. so that man can have a body Thank you. to operate in the earth. Exactly. So man yes. has a body. That's what yes. we are seeing. So let's go slowly. Okay. Genesis 2, 7. <laughs> the Bible says, And God formed the dust of the ground, not man, hmm. the dust of the ground, and breathed into it, and man became that means man pre-existed becoming hmm. and man spirit man blessed man in god's image and likeness yes became a living soul because man spirit could not exercise dominion on the earth without a body hmm. are we together so if you want to understand which part was blessed it was the spirit man hmm. But the body would execute that capacity. Mm. So man arrived on the earth okay. fully with the capacity to carry out the mandate. But he needed a material form to carry out the mandate in a material world. So the body of man yes. is supposed to operate in the material realm. Yes. And that is why when a man dies, yes. the body goes back to That's the it. material realm. Yes. The body is buried in yeah. the earth. The body goes back to where it came from. But the spirit man goes back to God. And that's exactly. why we say that the spirit man never dies. That's it. That's what you're simply saying. The spirit man never dies. Because it but is the like body God. Is, yes. <laughs> I that's think a principle. We have to so image and likeness. So when the Bible says and God blessed them, the part that is blessed is the spirit man. Hmm. All right? Yes. So when you say God bless them, now let me explain. God could not give the command to man. Remember, man is male and female. Okay. Unless he had placed inside of that man the capacity to obey the command. It would be unfair of God to say to man, be fruitful, multiply. If he has not already put the ability. You know what is funny about fruitful? Nothing starts with fruit. Mm. <laughs> Everything starts with seed. So, by the time I'm saying be fruitful, I'm, I'm implying mm, mm. that the there is seed, seed is inside. Right? Now, that part God blessed them is where the energy comes into play. Mm. Why? Because the energy comes first, the rest come 
afterwards. So when you talk about energy, you're talking about the source. Yes. We're talking about God. We're talking yes. about the breath of God yes. that he breathed into man exactly. and said, let's create man in our image. Exactly. And he blessed them. Now this energy, it pre-exists. And we'll go a little bit into energy for you to understand. Okay. This energy is what God spoke everything into being, first of all, the material realm. Space, time, yes. energy. Yeah. They still have their source in energy. All right? And then God takes the same energy and speaks a higher dimension of it. Because man could not be given a lower dimension of that energy, otherwise he would not be able to do anything in the material realm. And that's why we say man here now is what we say, and Adam was the son of God. Exactly. What is a son? A son is one who has the dimensions of the father. That's he good. cannot be a son of God, mm -hmm. but he's earthly. Yes. His, his body. Yes. No, 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 no. He's the son of God because the spirit is of God. Exactly. And that's what God says. Always. This yes. is my image. Yeah. yeah. In fact, if you look at Genesis 2, which you spoke about, yes. it starts by saying, and man became a living soul in verse 7. But when God is bringing the animals, he says to Adam, man's name has just changed. Mm. Now that he has a material body, yes. he's no longer called man. Mm. He's now called Adam, meaning from the soil. Yes. He has got that capacity and flesh and blood. Now something new has come. Mm. Now this energy manifests itself as blessing or power yes. or capacity. Now you know where our tagline, as you mentioned earlier, comes from. Energy, time, space, matter. matter. This other combination now for I'm a lover of physics and I have to bring this into this place because <laughs> I like how scientists will claim all sorts of arguments against God, but their own statements betray them. In physics, there are three laws of thermodynamics. The first law of thermodynamics is stated this way. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred from one form to another. That's an interesting statement. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. God has no beginning or end. So there when God go. says, let there be light. That's it. Let the animals bring forth yes. the energy, his word that he used. That energy yes. cannot be destroyed. He can't. That's why the Bible talks about he upholds everything. Everything by the power of his word. Mm. So this simply means that God cannot give you an assignment that he has not already given you the ability to carry out. I think this is where <laughs> we've been, in the last few conversations we've been yes. talking about, that you understanding yes. you are blessed. Yes. Because if you understand the blessing where he said, and God created man and male and female, and God blessed them. Yes. I mean, like he creates, he blesses. No other activity in between. Yep. There are places where you say, you know what, when God created man, he also ordered them to do, listen, there's nothing like that in the Bible. It says, and God created, and God blessed, yes. and God said. Yes. So in between, you should not start filling in gaps and saying, you know yeah. what, in between the blessing and this, God did know. He created, he blessed. That's the first thing he did to man. Now, us coming mm -hmm. in our generation, coming to a place of understanding, I am blessed. Mm -hmm. Inside of me, is blessings and what is these blessings you're saying they are manifest as capacity yes. as when you say the road capacity that's what they're skills, talking about ability and i want you to follow this progression yes we keep repeating this because we think every time this thing lands life changes yes and god said god didn't tell man god said mm -hmm. he's having a conversation with himself yes let us make man in our image after all likeness and god blessed them he didn't ask their permission he mm. just blessed them he did not talk to them. Hmm. He was when he blessed them, when he put that energy in them, it wasn't a conversation, hmm. it was an activity. I think I like how you put it. Yes. You always say this. God did not say, No, I bless you. No. You are blessed. Yes. Go forth, you are blessed. Mm -mm. He did. And God blessed them. Simple. The mm. first mm -hmm. command, the first thing God said to them was not, You are blessed. He said, Be fruitful. And it was a command, not a suggestion. Bible says, and God commanded them. Okay, it was a command. Be fruitful. Okay. The command is connected to the fact that they were already blessed or they were already capable of carrying out the command. Okay, let's go back. God <laughs> creates man. Yes. Guys, won't we repeat this today? 
you will hear this god created man god blessed man if men or if adam if we all go back go back or we mm. go to heaven and meet adam <laughs> and ask him what was the first word god told you what was the first thing that came you from had. the voice of god, or mouth of god to you what is it that when you say that i was the first man in the earth and the first thing i had from god was be, be fruitful that Simple. was the first thing that be it fruitful yes that was the command that command was connected to his design connected to his capacity connected to his creation god already put it in him let me put it this way mm. to really make it and this is a very 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 bad example you can't even come close but at least it helps if i was building a car and i put everything in it put its power its engine its horsepower electric whatever i want mm -hmm. When I now switch it on to go, it's because I've put power in it. Mm. You're making a, you're switching on is making a demand on what you've already. Let's put. go. If there was no engine yes. or there was no power in it, there's no you can make a demand of movement. So yes. if God said be fruitful, that's it. Now be yes. the word be uh -huh. is a process of becoming. Yes. Okay. Yes. Can you talk about that? Yeah, and let's say this. At the point at which God says, be fruitful, he's already commanding something that is within, like we said. Mm -hmm. The word can also be translated, bear fruit, produce, bring forth. But you're bringing forth from where? From within. So that within already is complete. Now, remember, at creation, Adam did not struggle to do this. Okay. <laughs> when you say be yes. fruitful, yes. we always say this. Many people think you're talking about out there, mm -hmm. go and be fruitful. Please talk about be fruitful. It means mm -hmm. to become. Because fruitfulness means replenishing. It means productivity. But productivity means you cannot produce externally what is not already within. Mm. Now, yes. Adam at the point of this conversation was fully capable. When we hear this command, we are coming from a fall. Mm. So, the same command is on us. Yes. Be fruitful. Yes. Now, when God tells us to be fruitful, he's telling us, listen, do not run out yes. to do before you be. Yes. The being here is internal. It no. is you who is becoming fruitful. Your mind is taking the nature of fruitfulness. Yes. Now, when you are internally fruitful, then you can go and do. There are many people who try to do things externally and wonder why they fail because internally they are not fruitful. Yes. Internally, you have pictures of failure. You have pictures of I cannot. You have pictures of it is hard. It is impossible. It is not workable in my area, in my geographical location. Yes. So God is telling you, stop. Mm -hmm. Before you go out to do, mm -hmm. go in and be. Yes. That's why you lock yourself. Yes. And so, and so <laughs> to try and simplify this, yes. we'll try and create some a code or a mechanics or a structure, put it into parts so that we can see clearly. All right? So, we want to look at something I'd like to call the progressive order of productivity. Okay. Based on the word, be fruitful. Because be fruitful is the first command. From that fruitfulness, there's a second command called multiply. Now you begin to see activity. Okay. Then you see, subdue, have dominion. But let's first talk about be fruitful. So there are three dynamics I want to look at that we're going to break down. The first one is become. So be means become fruitful. Mm -hmm. Be, okay. Mm -hmm. Not produce fruitful. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Become, you, 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 the person. Become fruitful. So fruitfulness is internal. Hmm. Interesting. So talking to someone, you can tell, are you a fruitful person? Because your words will betray you. You cannot be a fruitful person, but you're always seeing uh, hindrances. You're always seeing uh, uh, limitations, barriers. barriers. You're seeing that impossibilities. So when you talk and say, uh, I don't know how I'm going to do this tomorrow. I can tell you internally, mm -hmm. you need to become. When you say, for example, uh, I'm not sure next week I will be. You're not fruitful. When you say, you know what? God has said we have power to create wealth, but mm. fruitfulness. Now, fruitfulness becoming is a process. Yes. How? So, so <laughs> we want to take the three dynamics, then okay. we'll take one at a time. Yes. 
first you must become yes then you can execute mm -hmm. and take an action only then you can achieve or actually produce mm -hmm. and this is a dynamic you'll see right across scripture so you have to become okay before you can execute you have to execute before you can achieve most people try to achieve <laughs> or try to execute before they have become this explains why because of the fall every time god encounters us he has to take us through these three environments mm. because if he does it we will not fulfill his command remember the command is still be fruitful multiply, multiply fill the, fill the earth. earth yes now every time god encounters anyone or any time somebody turns back to god they end up in these three phases so we're going to take them remember one is become the second one is execute, execute. the third is achieve let's take time on become all right now the first thing god does every time he meets everybody he restores his identity okay that's a very interesting thing now to restore that is quite a process mm. because if we take abraham we'll say god restored his identity but you see the way we read it we think god gave him a new name so when you say that he was abraham yes. now he's become abraham yes so we say God changed his name. Yes, God did, did not really change his name because as we knew him from the fallen state. So God took the name, removed the name that man has called him. Yes. And said, listen, this is the name that I called you. I created you for. To become. Yes. But men have renamed you. Yes. So when you change names from what men call you to what God calls you. Yes. We from a fallen position say he changed his name. That's no, it. he gave him his original name. No, he gave him the original name. Yeah. That's why sometimes when your life improves or you grow or things begin to work for you, people tell you, you changed. No, you became. You became the original person. You didn't change. Okay. You became. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing. The, the issue is that sometimes to become will require, like for Abraham, mm. leaving your environment. Yes. Sometimes you have to change your location. Sometimes you have to leave relationships. Sometimes you have to move geographically. Mm. Sometimes you have to break some beliefs mm. to become. So becoming here is working on what you've always known. Because if Abraham was Abram, yep. an elevated father, yet yes. he didn't have a son. But what did they call him? Yeah. Then God says, listen, you are Abraham, yes. a father of many. Now they have elevated you, given you this position. Now I'm telling you, listen, come down to yep. my people, uh, position exactly. where I'm calling you a father of many nations. Yes. All right. And now for him to come out of Abram yes. to Abraham yes. is a process. Some because process. the following day, if you still say Abram, because it has not come out yes. of him. And this happens to us a lot. Yeah. We come out of a checkered history, mm -hmm. trauma, problems. And because we were so identified by that structure, we still answer to it even though it's not us. Mm. Sometimes you still think of yourself as you are. So God has already given us a new name, yes. but we are still answering to the old. Exactly. We are still responding to what men have always said, to what That's experiences it. created, yes. to what events or trauma or all these are bringing, yes. called us. And as long as you're in that state, you cannot follow the command to be fruitful. Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> because now we go back to the word again. Yes. Become. So becoming here is you looking at your past yep. and looking at the things that you, you say, if God has called me his son, yep. there's no way I can have failure in there me. You go. There's no way I can have this mentality that tells me I'm not good enough. There there's go. no way I can have this mentality that tells me, listen, people saw you as one who will never make yes. it. People say this concerning you. When God gives you his name, his new name, yes. The Son of God. Exactly. This is what you have to start working on yeah. so that you can become exactly. the son that he's calling because you to become. Even in the context of Sarah, yes. she was called barren. But if Abraham is the father of nations, what is Sarah's mm. title? Mother, Mother of, of nations. Yes. But what is her past and history? Mm. Barren. Mm. So sometimes you have to be detoxed from that environment. Mm. I love removed, that word. Removed, detoxed completely, removed. Because that's the first thing God does. And if you check the journey yeah. that with, with Abraham, you'll see this pattern. God takes him through journeys of detox, detox, detox. Then, when the detox is complete, mm. God gives him his assignment. Okay, before we go to the assignment, <laughs> I think we need to talk about this becoming. Yes. Detoxing. Yes. Where you say, for me to become Abraham, 
I have to get rid of Abram. Yes. All right. Now let's go back to somebody who is watching and saying, this is how I was brought up. Yep. This is what education formed me or shaped me to become. This is what my bad experiences formed in me. Exactly. Now talk to this person yeah. on how to become so, the son of God. Let me give you a simple concept. Yeah. Today, if I ask you, who are you? Mm. You're going to tell me who you have become. Mm. You lose your history to define You're, yourself. Because you have no clue who you are. Mm. That is why when God shows up, he doesn't ask you who you are. He mm. tells you who mm. you are. He mm. <laughs> doesn't ask you. Wow. Because he knows who you are. Gideon, mighty man of Allah. He didn't ask him, Gideon, who are who you? Who are you? But now, uh, Gideon tried to take the angel back and say, hey, and tell him who he is. Let me tell you who I am. And God is saying, stop. I'm just proclaiming on you or declaring on you a new name so that you stop looking at your past yes. and start seeing who you are. Now, yes. let me ask you. Mm. Because of what Gideon has had, what Gideon had experienced, yeah. he didn't have any new uh, way of defining himself. Exactly. He had to use his past. Now, what are you telling to a Gideon watching us? I want you to listen carefully. Yes. Whenever you get a word from God, God speaks to you in the context of who he created you to be. Mm. You, unfortunately, hear him in the context of who you have become. Mm. That's why you say, I don't understand this word. Who mm. doesn't understand? The who you have The become. wrong you. Mm. Mm -hmm. The right you should say, if God is saying this to me, what he's saying is identifying who I really am. Mm. So it, listen, guys, when God tells me, I have called you to the nations, I don't care if I live in the gutter. Mm. Hmm. That's a wrong so, identity. You're saying God already speaks. He gives us a word yes. so that we can hold on to it and say, listen, listen, I don't care who I have become. Yes. What I am and what I'm seeing is yes. wrong. Yes. What God is saying is right. Even yes. though he's saying I'm a mighty man of valor, yes. but when I see myself threshing wheat in, in a wine press, press yep. then I'll look at myself and say, God, you don't understand. Now, I have to look at it and say, listen, I don't care where I am right now. Mm. What has the world told me? Wait, what has my situation, circumstances, and everything around me brought me into? I look at that situation and say, I'm a mighty man of valor. I now, start using the yes. definition of now, God. Now, let me give a prophetic word to that person you asked me about. Okay. When you come to God, you know what you'll say to him? Mm. Do you know what I have been through? God will tell you, no. I know why you have been through. <laughs> and there's a wow. big difference. Yes. You have been through this so that you do not find out who you are. Hmm. So the enemy is trying to make sure that, is the that you are in this world where you will never find yes. out who you are. And he gives you experiences, bad ones, exactly. so that you can keep holding on to that. Because again, when we go through experiences or education yes. or through our culture, this new identity is ingrained and we Listen, actually embrace it and think I that want you to we understand, are. and I'm speaking from experience. Mm, mm. The greater the trauma, mm. the greater the distress, mm. the greater the pain, that is the level of the fear the devil has about mm. who you are. Yes. If you understand that little truth, you will arise with anger. The only reason you've gone through so much crisis mm. and so much pain is because the devil is terrified of you ever finding out mm. who you are. When God shows up, unfortunately, you want to have that conversation with him. He is not interested in your experiences with the devil. Mm. Uh, he comes yeah. and introduces you to, to his design for who you are. When you talk about the experiences we've gone, uh, gone through, yes. if somebody is in TCC today and God has called you here, yes. it is God who brought you to this mm. place. God called you to be a kingdom financier or a yes. kingdom uh, finance person yes. who will know that this is what God is doing in the earth and I need to be part of it. I'm actually, it's on me to make sure I find what God is doing in the exactly. earth. Now, which of, what will you go through in your experiences, upbringing or your surroundings? Listen, Black. the devil began to mark you before you knew. Hmm. Before you knew your identity. Yes. Okay. He, in fact, he began to create a persona for you. Okay. To give you all these things. Listen, the Adam in the gutter is mm. not the Adam in the spirit. Mm. Mm. God is not worried about the Adam in the gutter. Mm. If he can reach the Adam in the spirit, once again he will breathe. Mm. And if he breathes, mm. that Adam who is mad, who is soil, mm. who is chaos, mm. will straighten up and he will name animals. 
So he doesn't care. It doesn't matter where you are. God tells you the only thing you need to do is answer the question, where are you? That's it. Don't give stories. Because God sees you in your toilet. God sees you you lack. God sees you in debt. God sees you unable to meet your bills today. And God tells you the only thing you can hear from my mouth is where are you? Identify where you are so that you can go back to where you're supposed to be. And I love what you say. God looks at you and says, listen, I don't care how much bills you have. I don't care how much debt. I don't care how much luck you have. If only you can get back to the word that I've given you, it will get you out of the gutter. Listen. The devil wanted Moses killed before mm. Moses knew his name. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He, Moses was a baby. Mm. He has no clue what his name is mm. or what his destiny is. And the devil already wants to wipe him out. Wow. Jesus is a baby. Mm. The devil wants to wipe him out. Listen, in our early years of marriage, if she did not believe in the voice of God, mm. she had every reason to say, can we try something else, really? At that time, we didn't even know we had no that clue God the is calling us into this space of yes. kingdom finance, breaking the, the chains of those trapped in Babylon. The warfare yes. that we experienced was on steroids. <laughs> what changed? Not our crying out for <laughs> salvation, yeah. not our begging God to get us out, not our wondering when will this end, not our hoping something happened. <laughs> the day we discovered the call on our life. Yes. The day we rose up, listen, the Bible says, if the devil had known, <laughs> he would not have crucified he would him. not have. But, when you discovered who you are, yes. it was not an instant No, it change. was a journey. It was a journey. Yes. And even where we are today, when you come and say, listen, we know that God has given us a word yes. that I will give you power, a generation, a people, a corporate son, mm-hmm. I'll give you the power to create wealth. There you go. It was not that we got this immediately when we discovered the identity. Mm-hmm. Between discovering and today, there have been a they journey talks. of becoming. And that's why sometimes when yes. we talk, we seem like we are fighting with yeah. the word. It's like we are no, forcing it on the because people. Because the day we found the word, the preceding word, yes. and we locked, and yeah. we knew who we were. Yes. Listen, the warfare that we, we began now, because we had been under warfare, we changed the game. Mm. We began the warfare. Oh, yes. And the warfare was not against anybody. The warfare was against thoughts. Mm. The warfare was against belief yes. systems. The warfare was against culture. The warfare was against experiences. Mm. The warfare was against past economic trauma. Yes. The warfare was against all that stuff, using the word, mm. believing the word, pushing the word. And because we were able to make that journey, these things just began to fall out and to fall out. Initially, it was just a journey. Now, it became clear that, mm-hmm. listen, the devil knew. I shut you down. A whole generation will never discover this mm. truth. Mm. And there's a moment where you're fighting, you're saying, you know what, I'm in, a, I'm in this thing we call spiritual warfare. But our warfare, like you're saying, yes. it was of becoming, yeah. where we now have to look at the past experiences and say, God is telling you, become fruitful. Mm-hmm. In your mind, discard these things, and you walk, and you walk, and you walk. Yes. But as we are walking, yeah. the enemy tries to remind you, do you know where you're coming from? <laughs> so, when, have you ever noticed when we talk about the Bali? Hmm. We always... I mean, become like you know so active on guys. Do not settle. Because hmm. I know what it is to settle on Bali. Because we had come from so much warfare that when you enter a little breakthrough, yes. you're like, my friend, I've reached, I don't want this warfare again. I want to be here. Do you know what Bali was for Moses? Mm-hmm. He could have remained a prince in the palace. Hmm. Very happily. And never have to confront anything. Hmm. Would have been good. He was a prince in Egypt. He lived in the palace. He was a son to Pharaoh. Wonderful. But when he discovered who he was, he could not settle that. Mm. And I think for us also, when you talk about becoming, the process of us fighting with the thoughts of, you know what, I can make it. Just you come into this place of saying, Mm. you know what, I am called. Okay, there's something here that is just going around. eh? Don't worry, there's a creature that's chasing her in the room. (laughs) Okay. But us coming from a place of saying, listen, I am a son of God. Just understand it meditating and becoming that son of God, believing it, my friend, it's a journey. (laughs) It's a journey because... It literally cost us. We had to change geographical locations. Yes. We had to change friendships. We had to change environments. We had to change operations as we grew in this reality. Today we've reached a place where 
we are so clear cut about yes. what the path looks like. Yeah. I can, we are able to confidently tell you what we are saying today. You cannot become without you sitting down by yourself, looking at the word God has given you and meditating on it. You come into a place of saying, listen, I have to see. Because when we say we are coming from a fallen position, yes. we have pictures of who we are. Yes. We have pictures of failures. We have pictures of I cannot make it. And things are hard. How do I break through from here? How do I get to my first million, second million, five million? How do I break out of this and become the kind of person who is creating wealth? That for that war, yes. that war. And yes. that's why we call for meditation yeah and we learned a lesson we are taught by religion to present our issues to god i learned to let god present his issues to me. <laughs> yes it changes you completely yes presenting your issues to god is rehearsing them mm. remembering mm. them yes talking about them you get more depressed the more you're praying the more you're crying mm. listen you're before the king of kings and lord of lords you're before the throne of god That's you're before the one who owns everything mm -hmm. and you're bringing your junk to him your lack you're coming to say i don't have this or that god is telling you listen Receive. become become because when you're the son of god now you do not address uh, food clothes where you will live, Jesus tells you, my friend, seek the kingdom. You become yep. this person now who pursues the father's estate. Yes. From that position, things are added. And that's why we say, when we talk about you becoming, there's no, we can promise you, you cannot become. When the world is chasing you with debt, <laughs> with lack, <laughs> with bills, and you're permanently thinking of, how do I get this? Mm -hmm. And how do I get this? Becoming calls for a moment of withdrawing yep. from the noise of the enemy yep. so that you can hear that's the it. voice of God. That's it. And that's why we call you yes. to watch this. Welcome to Thinking Unusual, the place where we ask the right questions so that we can get the right answers and the right realities in our lives. If you're sitting and you've been like me, you hear scriptures like meditate on this word day and night and you'll make your way prosperous. What is the connection between me making my way prosperous and meditating? What does it mean to meditate day and night anyway? Bible talks about the guy in Psalms 1 and it says that this guy, whatsoever he puts his hands to do, shall not might prosper. Is it possible to live such a life? Do you really believe it's possible? And I mean, we've had it preached, we've had it said, we've had it explained until we wonder, is this a reality? Now, on a quest to find this out, we discovered that there is such a place. It is possible to operate like that. And there are questions that arise are questions like, what is meditation? Is it even biblical? Why should I meditate? How should I meditate? And what is the point? How do I know I'm getting results? And how do I make sure when I'm meditating, I'm not going into the spookiness of Eastern mythology? How do I know that this is actually of God and is not something weird or demonic? These are the questions we want to deal with. And you know the interesting thing is that we do not speak of things we haven't walked in. We do not speak of things we have not experienced. We will delve into the scripture on a practical level and find that there is such a reality. Because God will not do a thing in the earth Amos 3.7 Until he reveals his secret to his servant the prophets. How does he reveal this secret? How is it seen? How do you understand what you're supposed to do? How do you make your way prosperous? Those are the questions we want to answer. And if you come to this forum, we will get into the journey of meditating from scripture. I boldly tell you, meditation was stolen from the Bible. And it's being used by unauthorized people. And they're getting some level of result. What if we bring back this treasure? How do we go about it? This is what this forum is about. Please don't miss this forum because as it is right now, meditation is not something we will teach you. It is something you already do, but you're getting the wrong results. It is something you need to understand the biblical order and structure of it. And if you get that right, your life can never be the same. So join us in this forum where I will be guiding you, specifically coaching you, giving you keys, and proving to you that over one afternoon, the trajectory of your life can change forever. Every breakthrough is a mentality away. But it can take generations or minutes to break a mentality. This is one time we will delve into an area that you have not used for a long time. It's like an unused muscle. But the minute you learn how to operate it, it will change how you think. It will change how you pray. 
will change how you speak and it will transform your life. Guys, this is the first step to becoming. Join us in this conversation because if you can go past becoming, you are well on the path to being fruitful. And that's why we are saying that when you become, you can now go to the next step of multiply. Go and do. Go and action. Of course, this is where we say keep it kingdom, keep it pure. Thank you for watching this episode of the Kingdom Conversations. The big question remains, what have you heard? And what are you going to do about it? Keep tracking with us, like and follow us on our social media handles, the Cyrus community on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. You can send in your questions through Facebook or use the email on your screen. And as Micah 4.4 says, may you be found seated under your vine and under your fig tree. Until our next episode, keep it kingdom, keep it pure.